Open Isaiah chapter number 61, verse number 7. Okay. Let's go to Isaiah. Sixty-one. Verse number seven. Instead of your shame, you shall have double honor. Instead of confusion, in some versions it says humiliation or dishonor. Instead of dishonor or humiliation, they shall rejoice in their portion. Therefore, in their land they shall possess double. Everlasting joy shall be theirs. So, when I was praying, the Lord started to speak to me about the rolling away of shame and reproach. The rolling away of shame and reproach. So, from this verse, we, we, we come to know and we come to the realization that it is not the will of God for us to stay in shame and to stay in reproach. It says God wants to give us double honor. God wants to give his people double honor instead of shame. And instead of humiliation or reproach, uh, he wants to wants them to rejoice in their portion. Yes, so he, the, the, the thing is, you will be able to enjoy your portion or you will be able to enjoy the fruit of your labor or anything that is in your hands only when, only when the reproach has been taken away from your life. It's not, you know, when there is shame and reproach in one's life, whatever they have in their life they are not able to enjoy it or they even they they use it it brings headache to them it be, it brings pain in their life like like jabez constantly the mother gave him an identity it was an identity that covered jabez's life with shame and reproach she said oh i bore him in pains that's why i name him him jabez that's why i name him jabez so he had this shame and reproach in his life, Jabez. So we are going to first of all look at what is shame and reproach. What is the what is the meaning of shame and reproach? And by the by the voice of God, by the word of God, we are going to look at what why the shame and reproach is there in the lives of Christian, and what is the what is the solution provided by the Spirit of God, by the word of God, to break this shame and reproach over one's life. Hallelujah. But we want to start with this promise that God gives that instead of your shame, you shall have double honor and instead of confusion, they shall rejoice in their portion. Hallelujah. So it's, God, it's, it's God's will for you to rejoice in the portion, in the blessings of God and you to have honor. It's not his will to have shame and for you to have shame and reproach. That is what the word says. Okay. So let us look at the revelation of what is this reproach. Okay, what is reproach? Jo Joshua, shame and reproach, spiritually they are one and the same thing. Maybe, but the dictionary meanings of shame and, is, and reproach are slightly different but similar. But spiritually, I will only use the word reproach. Okay, just a singular word reproach. It, it means both shame and reproach. So let us go to the book of Joshua, chapter number 7. <clears throat> Let us go to Joshua chapter number 7. And verse number 5. No, not Joshua chapter, not chapter number 7. Chapter number 5. Joshua chapter number 5. 
okay joshua chapter number five verse number nine verse number nine open your bibles to joshua five verse nine then the lord said to joshua this day i have rolled away the reproach of egypt from you underline that what it says not taken away it says what rolled away we have to look at the meaning of reproach spiritually what is reproach actually now when god is speaking to joshua about israel he is saying this day i have not taken away he says rolled away rolled away we have we will look at that rolled away underline that rolled away the reproach of egypt from you the reproach of egypt underline that so this reproach of egypt was not rolled away when people of israel crossed the red sea and came out of egypt the reproach of egypt was still there the reproach was rolled away where it says in this verse this day i have rolled away the reproach of egypt from you therefore the name of the place is called gilgal to this day gilgal was the place where the reproach of egypt was rolled away you know what is gilgal gilgal is the entrance to god's promised land gilgal is the first step in god's promised land or the entrance to god's promised land gilgal is the place that is next to the river jordan that that separated the wilderness and canaan hallelujah amen now i i you know i would not have time to go into the river of jordan and give the significance of what was the strategy used by god to bring the people of israel to enter canaan Canaan was the promised land to the people of Israel from long time, 40 years passed away. Not 40 years, actually that promise was given to Abraham 430 years ago. Okay, that your descendants will go in this land. The long awaited promise and that long awaited promise was the, the, the river that separated the long awaited prophet, uh, promise was the river of jordan this is the wilderness this is the river of jordan this is canaan so the river of jordan was the gate to enter into the promises of god hallelujah i don't have time but the lord used the strategy of the sword and the shoes to make the people enter through the gates i have taken a series on spiritual gates and there is a way there is a strategy that has been given by God to enter through spiritual gates. Hallelujah. And the strategy that was used here to enter through the gates of Jordan into the Canaan. And the first place, the entrance was Gilgal. The strategy was the sword. The sword is the Ark of the Covenant. And the shoes is the feet of the priest who carried, carried the Ark. As soon as with the Ark, the priest stepped into the into the river of Jordan, the river flowing stopped and it made a way for the people of Israel to pass through. In other words, spiritually, the sword and the shoes opened the spiritual gates for the people of Israel to enter into the blessings of God, promised by God. Are we together? Okay. Hallelujah. So, the first place 
after the gates opened, they entered in, was Gilgal. So Gilgal represents the place where the where the where the reproach can be rolled away from over God's people. Gilgal. Hallelujah. Gilgal signifies the place where the reproach, the stone of reproach can be rolled away from over God's people life, people's life. So we will come to the rolling away of the stone. How does that happen? But first of all, from this scripture where God says, this day I have rolled away the reproach of Egypt from you. Let us understand from this verse, what is the meaning of reproach? What is the meaning of reproach? Remember the word where Jesus on the third day when he resurrected, the angel came and rolled away something. The Bible says the angel came and rolled away the stone that was placed to guard or to close the cave or the grave he was in. The tomb of Jesus was closed by a very big and heavy stone. No man could roll away, no single-handed man or no one can roll. The angel came and single-handedly he rolled away the stone from the cave. We will come to that. That is a revelation. Let it be parked for the end of this message. But first of all, from that, what we have to realize that the reproach, reproach is like a spiritual covering, a cave or a prison that that hides you from favor. Okay, what is reproach? Reproach is like a spiritual covering, cave or prison that hides you from favor. That hides you from what? Favor. You have the things required in your life. You have the qualities. You have the giftings of God. You know, you have that insight of the Bible or you have the skill to do that very work. But as if no one is able to see you, you are enclosed in reproach. That is reproach. Hallelujah. That you are hidden inside a covering like a cave or a prison. Okay. That is reproach that has kept you closed. And people who are supposed to see you and give you favor, they are not able to see you or favor you. Because you are being covered with reproach and shame. It's like a cave. It's like a covering. That was the problem in Jabez's life. Hallelujah. The Bible says his life was good. Jabez's life was good. We, we don't know. Go to the book of Chronicles later and see the life of Jabez. But the Bible mentions a small part of the scripture describing about what happened to Jabez. The Bible says that the mother said, I bore him in pain like a word of rejection when he was born and so the mother gave him an identity by giving him a name called Jabez and the Bible says he was more honorable but the reproach that transcended through the mouth of his mother covered his life with disfavor and no one was you know he but but the Bible says he prayed to God to have mercy upon him and to expand his boundaries to extend his territory and then God granted his prayers and that reproach he, he was in a he was in a prison and by approaching God hoping and desiring 
not to stay in the reproach, but to come out. When he prayed, the, the, the stone of reproach was rolled away from the life of Jabez. Until that, uh, identity that was given to him by the mother covered his life. And though he worked hard, though he was skillful, though he was doing everything right, but no one was able to favor him. Hallelujah. Even God's favor seemed to be missing in his life because there was a covering, there was a prison of reproach he was staying inside. So that is the first point about reproach. What is that? Reproach is like a reproach is like this like a spiritual covering, cave or prison that hides you from what? Favor. That hides you from favor. Reproach comes through curses, iniquities of the ancestors and transgressions. Hallelujah. Now, if I, if I go into that revelation, it will take a long time for me. But reproach comes upon your life because of curses. Not necessarily curses that you have received, but curses maybe your father received or your mother received because of and and it is coming in your life through iniquity because iniquity sin iniquity and transgression are three different things sin is not iniquity iniquity is a transferable sin iniquity is an inherited sin that's why the bible says i will visit not the sin but the iniquity of the fathers on the children on the children's children and so on in the book of exodus so iniquities are transferable Iniquities are inherited sins. So that 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 are the mediums through which shame and reproach can be can cover your life. Okay, you can be in that prison of shame and reproach. You can be in that cave of shame and reproach because of some curses that are transcended through iniquities in our lives. Let me quickly go to the book of Genesis, chapter number 4, Genesis chapter number 4, and uh, let's read from verse, numbers, verse number 8. Now Cain talked with Abel his brother, and it came to pass when they were in the field, that Cain rose up against Abel, his brother, and killed him. Then the Lord said to Cain, Where is your brother, Abel, your brother? He said, I do not know. Am I my brother's keeper? Now, this is the courts of justice that has come to judge the acts of Cain. Now, we know the scripture says, and Cain himself knows, that he killed what? Who? The brother. Now, if you go to the court of justice with the case, for the court of justice to prove someone as guilty, they need a evidence that proves that person as guilty or they need a witness. Now, in case of Cain and Abel, there was no one around to witness that Cain killed Abel. No one saw Cain. Now, we have to realize that Cain's life was very casual and he was very casual towards God. That's why he did not know the revelation of offering to God. Abel knew what to offer to God. Cain did not know. Hallelujah. The Bible says Abel offered the first to God. 
the best ones to God. But Cain just offered a normal offering to God because he did not offer by revelation. He offered out of compulsion to God. And then the Bible says God respected first Abel, his life, and then his offering because Abel was living a life pleasing to God, knowing God, knowing his percepts. That's why he was able to offer to God that which is pleasing to him. We cannot offer God a pleasing offering if we do not know him. If we come, if we know him in our lives, we will offer to God an offering that pleases him because of the knowledge of God about who he is. So, first of all, that brings us to the, to the realization that Cain knew nothing about God. That's why when God came to Cain and started to ask question that where is your brother? He thought this God was not there when I was killing Abel. This God could not see me when I was killing Abel. So let me fool God. Are you understanding the perspective of Cain when he was talking to God? That's why he said, am I my brother's keeper? Am I supposed to take care of him or follow him wherever he goes? I don't know where he is. Trying to fool God because he did not have any knowledge about God. Hallelujah. The people who don't have knowledge about God, they try to fool around with God. But God said to him, you know, you know what? the blood of your brother there is no human witness neither did i neither did i was available there but the blood of your brother is crying out so the blood is a is a witness in the courts of the third heaven the blood gives witness against people the blood cries out against people so more the most terrible sin is shedding someone's blood because that blood starts to cry out against that person in the courts of heaven, especially innocent blood. Hallelujah. The blood becomes a witness that is on earth. Remember the revelation I, I, I taught you on the water and the blood and the spirit. That are three witnesses on earth. And the three witnesses in heaven are the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit. The Father, the Word and the Holy Spirit. Not going into details, we are we want to stick to reproach, but I'm showing you what is happening here. Cain did not have the knowledge about this God and he was trying to fool around with God. But God said the blood of your brother is crying out against you because the blood is the blood has become so the blood has a voice. The blood can witness against people in the courts of justice. The blood is crying out what against you. And so verse number 11 so now you are cursed from the earth, which has opened its mouth to receive your brother's blood from your hand. When you till the ground, now this is a curse. Okay, I'm trying to explain you the curse, how it can come through the iniquity of your father or of your forefather. Okay, then it says now you are cursed from the earth, which has, which has opened its mouth to receive your brother's blood from your hand. When you till the ground it shall no longer yield its strength to you a fugitive and a vagabond you shall be on the earth what is the meaning of that that means how much ever you work your labor will never suffice you your labor will never satisfy you hallelujah that is what it says you will work and work and work but there will be no fruit that is a curse. That is an aspect of reproach. 
will come to that reproach. The second thing it says, you will be a fugitive and a vagabond. You will be like a wanderer on the face of the earth, going here and there because wherever you go, no city, no uh, village or no place on this earth will support your destiny. Everywhere you go, you have to leave that place. You will become a vagabond. That means no place, no people will favor you so that you can settle down in one place or be established in one place. You just have to wander. That is another aspect of a reproach. Are we understanding now? I am not going into the second point which says, which I told you, reproach comes through curses, iniquities of ancestors. I have already preached sermons covering that about the curses through through shedding of blood and all those things. You can refer to that. But what I am trying to tell you is the curse of Cain was a reproach placed upon him by God. Okay, so the next thing about reproaches, write it down, it's very important. The next thing, the next revelation about, about reproaches, reproach is like a locked environment. Reproach is like a, like a locked environment in which you work and labor but remain at the same place and never grow and move ahead. What? Reproach is like a locked environment. Why? Because the stone, you see, reproach has to be rolled away. It's very heavy. You are inside the prison. And in the prison, you are working and working and working. You are giving your best. You are laboring. But you will find yourself, even after laboring and giving your best, after, after one year, you are in the same place because you are in the prison of reproach. What? is required is not working hard what is required is the rolling away of reproach so that you can come out of that prison of reproach are we understanding hallelujah that is how cain was trapped by that curse hallelujah most of the people who are in reproach most of the people who are a victim who are in reproach they become victims to be ruled by devil by the devil Hallelujah. Now, now when you are listening to this sermon, you know, the Holy Spirit would be telling you, oh, you need to come out of this reproach. But people who have been in this prison of reproach becomes, for them, it becomes near to impossible for them to come out of the reproach. You know why? Because they get used to the convenience that they are receiving in the prison of reproach. Stay with me. Stay with me. Hallelujah. Amen. So what did I say? Reproach is like a locked environment in which you work and labor but remain at the same place because you are locked like in a prison. Okay. You are working hard day and night but you are still in the same place. You have not went ahead. You are still in the same place. Hallelujah. There is no growth in the prison of reproach. There is no moving ahead in the prison of reproach. You remain at the same place. Hallelujah. Now, bringing you back to the verse, what did God say to Joshua? Today I have rolled away reproach of Egypt from the people, for, from my people of Israel. That means the people of Egypt were in the prison of reproach. Now try to relate what the things I said about with, with what people of Israel used to do. What they used to do in Egypt? They used to work day and night. Day and night, 
but never moved ahead. They were in the same place. They used to work day and night, but never grew in prosperity in the same place. All that they were doing was, was benefiting Pharaoh and Pharaoh was expanding. Pharaoh was growing. Pharaoh was getting prosperous, but they were caged in the same place. Even though they worked, they were under the reproach of Egypt. They were closed in the reproach of Egypt. Hallelujah. Are we understanding? Amen. They were in the reproach of Egypt, doing slavery like slave, but were in the same place, same place, same place. Oh God, hallelujah. Are we understanding? Now, these, this is what is reproach. Are we understanding? First, I said reproach is like a spiritual covering cave or prison that hides you from favor. I told you reproach comes from, from curses, iniquities of ancestors. And thirdly, I told it is a locked environment in which you work and labor, but remain at the same place, never grow or never move ahead from that place. Hallelujah. Now, the next thing I want to talk about reproach is how can a person come out of this prison of reproach? How can a person come out of the prison of reproach? Now, you got to keep in mind when did Israel came out of the prison of reproach? When? In Gilgal not when they when they came out of Egypt hallelujah not when they crossed the Red Sea not when they were in the wilderness they were that means they were still in the prison of reproach they actually came out of reproach when they stepped and entered by faith in the entrance of the promised land in the blessings of God when they stepped by faith in the, in, the, in the entrance of the promised land. That is the time that, that the reproach stone was rolled away. And they, the reproach, the prison reproach of Egypt, they came out of it. It was rolled away. And they came out what? Of what? The reproach of Egypt. The reproach of Egypt. But how, what is the meaning of that? Why? Why was the reproach not rolled away when they came out of Egypt after crossing the Red Sea? Because for, for you to come out of the prison of reproach, you, when you come out of the prison of reproach, when you reject the convenience and benefits offered by the prison of reproach, which is very difficult for people who are mind programmed and brainwashed in the prison of reproach. Hallelujah. By the way, when you read Joshua chapter number 5, Joshua chapter number 5, let's go there, let's read Joshua chapter number 5. You will see that all the people who were the men of war came out of Egypt. Okay, they all died in the wilderness. It was a new generation who went ahead with Joshua and Caleb in Gilgal. All the other ones died because they, they got used to the convenience of staying in the prison of reproach. Hallelujah. They got very convenient. Now listen to me, listen to me. There is something that that technology, that media and that the business, business world is working on. They are working on this generation that they call the Gen Z generation. You know the Gen Z generation, the teenagers and those who between 20, 30, 20 to 35 years or something like that. 
Hallelujah. So, in this 20 to 30 year spans, they are introducing them to technology, to social media, to mobile phones and all those things. So, if they get used to this technology, to this mobile phone, to the social media in the span of 10 years, even when they become 70 to 80 years old, they will not leave this habit that was inculcated in them. That is the strategy. That's why most of the ads of the phones, of the technology and all those things of the funky clothes that they make they make it to target the minds of the gen z the young generation they don't want to target the old generation you go and ask your father who is 75 years old he will not prefer to listen songs on spotify he will still use the radio because in his young age they used to listen to the radio so they got brainwashed to adapt that habit because that was that is the habitation they stayed in hallelujah are we understanding so the people of israel who who came out of is uh, the people of israel who came out of egypt actually they they lived their young age they they lived in egypt hallelujah and they were programmed and habitated to the onions of egypt and the garlics of egypt and the cabbage of egypt and the fish of egypt in such a way in such a way brainwashed in the prison of reproached in such a way that they were not able to reject the convenience and the benefits that were offered to them in the prison hallelujah are we understanding and when that is what the devil wants to do. The devil wants to elongate your stay inside the prison of reproach. That there comes a time that he knows that this person will never come out now. I have programmed him from so many years. But you shall come out today in Jesus' name. Your stay in the prison of reproach cannot be elongated. Hallelujah. Not only the to the material wealth but they also got used to the idols of egypt because they talked in egypt oh this idol will give you prosperity this idol will give you this this idol will give you that and that's why in ezekiel chapter number 20 we will read that the bible says god wanted them to forsake the abomination of egypt but the people of israel did not listen to god and they took the abomination the idols of egypt along with them when they were coming out of egypt because they got used to the programming are we understanding to the things that were offered to them in the prison of reproach for many years the plan of the devil is to make your stay elongated to make it a very long stay for you in the prison of reproach i have seen i have prayed for people who have been the victims of physical abuse in that family line for for so many years of their young age and now what has happened to them is whenever they see a man, they see the man with the lens of, of, of indignation. They see, see the people, they think, oh, these people are also like that because they have been impacted in their mind because they had been in that physical abuse. The father or the, or, or the uncle abused that uh, little girl for 10 years physically. And now, even after accepting Christ, they are still in the prison of reproach because they are not getting able to rid, get rid of the impact that they received from so many years. So whenever they see a man, they are just, they just hate that person because that person is a man. Because every man they look at with the same lens of reproach. Hallelujah. And then these people are not able to get married because 
they hate men are you understanding i'm just giving you examples because for a long time they had been the victim of physical abuse sexual abuse mental abuse hallelujah hallelujah are we understanding that is that is what the devil wants to do people of god that is what, to de what, what, what the devil wants to do he wants to keep people in the prison of of reproach for a long time so that they themselves after a point of time will not be will, will reject deliverance from the lord to come out of the prison that is what happened with the people of israel hallelujah so what did i what, what did i say the revelation about reproach you can come out of the prison of reproach when you reject the convenience and the benefits offered by the reproach which is very difficult for people who are mind programmed brainwashed in the prison let's go to some verses okay ezekiel chapter number 20 hallelujah Ezekiel chapter number 20, verse number 6. Now see what people of Israel are doing. They are offered deliverance from the Lord to come out of Egypt. But see what they are doing here. On the day, verse number 6, on, the, on that day I raised my hand in an oath to them to bring them out of the land of Egypt into a land that I searched out for them, flowing with milk and honey, the glory of all lands. Hallelujah. This is a powerful word. You know what I understand from this word, from this verse? is the, the the lord is saying that what i raised my hand in an oath to them to bring them out of the land of egypt into a land that i had searched out for them flowing with milk and honey the glory of all the land that means the lord always he searches the best for his children before he gives the blessing and we think egypt is better but here our god is searching the best for us he searched out a land that is the glory of all the lands on the face of the earth and canaan was the land and said if i want to give the a land to my children i want to give the glory of all the lands that is canaan that is what god is that is who god is hallelujah if if a Christian gets attached to anything of the world or anything of Egypt, that Christian will never be able to move ahead with God. Because God always wants to give you and take you to the best position, to the destiny that he ordained for you. And that destiny, that position, that blessing is the best one, best one that no one can give it to you. Only God can give it to you hallelujah do you do we believe that okay so the next thing is verse number seven it says then i said to them each of you throw away the abominations which are before his eyes and do that do not defile yourself with the idols of egypt i am the lord your god but they rebelled against me and would not obey me they did not all cast away the abominations which were before their eyes nor did they forsake the idols of egypt then I said, I will pour out my fury on them and fulfill my anger against them in the midst of the land of Egypt. But I acted for my namesake, that it should not be profaned before the Gentiles among whom they were, in whose sight I had made myself known to them to bring them out of the land of Egypt. This is not in Exodus. 
This is revealed by the prophet Ezekiel. Hallelujah. This is not an exodus. You see that? That means when they were coming out of Egypt, they did not listen to God and they did not dump the abominations there in Egypt. They continued to carry it because as per them, oh, there should be a plan B. If this God does not show up for us, there, 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 there should be another idol for us. There should be the plan B for us. Hallelujah. There should be the idols of the reproach of us. These are idols of reproach. Remember, Rachel carried those idols when she came out of the Laban's house. And he, she was carrying it, not going into that. That is a different revelation. So I don't want to go into that. But, but that is what happens. They got, you know, people who are so long in that slavery, they get so used to the mindset of slavery. Hallelujah. They say they get so used to the things of the prison, of the, of, of the uh, prison of reproach. I remember this happened in India. If you remember this, this woman, Ranu Mondal, who became a very famous singer. And uh, she was, she sang and she was singing. Uh, she was a beggar actually on the streets. She used to beg in, in West Bengal on the streets by singing. And this music producer brought her to Mumbai. Thinking, oh yeah, you are a very good singer. And they produced a song. But, but the thing is, even after he brought her here, they produced a song through her. They gave her the money. They gave, gave her everything. But yet this woman went back to become a beggar. She, would, she was not able to continue as a singer. She was not able to continue as a singing artist in that prosperity, in that money. She, I'm, I'm giving you an example. People who have stayed in that prison of reproach become brainwashed, become manipulated, and it becomes difficult even after God proving himself to them time after time after time. Still, they hold on to the things that were offered to them in that prison of reproach. Hallelujah. And that is the reason why even when, when they were coming out, they did not completely trust God. Now, this God who has, who has so, shown signs and wonders by the hand of his servant Moses, this God who made the rivers of Nile blood, this God who reigned, fro you know, who reigned this locust and who, 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 who brought frogs from the river and so many miracles, so many signs. This God who killed the firstborn of the Egyptians, all the firstborn was killed. So the plagues that were there, this God who, who is able to part the Red Sea, they were still not able to trust God because they were just used to, a person can become like that. Believer, a person can become like that because of the elongated stay inside of the prison of reproach. Hallelujah. Are we understanding? And they came out of Egypt along with the abominations of Egypt that God told. And but but God said, I will I would destroy them, but let me not destroy them because I don't want to want people of Egypt and the Gentiles to profane my name because of this people. Hallelujah. So sometimes believers, we got to recognize that we get some breakthroughs, not because we obeyed God, but because God wants to keep his name. He does not want to do anything in your life that people will look at you and, and profane the name of your God. Hallelujah. That's why God gives us, the, gives us the breakthrough. And that is what was happening to the people of Israel. Even when they came out, listen to me, even when they came out of the, uh, uh, out, out, out of the land of Egypt, but they were still 
in the prison of reproach the reproach of egypt was not rolled away from their lives you know why because they did not reject the convenience and the benefits benefits of the reproach hallelujah of the reproach of egypt amen are we understanding until now the the next revelation about the reproaches the prison of reproach is the cause of long delays and wandering in the wilderness hallelujah long delays and wandering in the wilderness it was not god's will for for it was not god's original plan i don't have time to take you into the details of the scripture but read your bible it was not god's plan for the people of israel for his children to be there in the wilderness for 40 years it was not god's plan for more than 40 years god wanted to take them to the promised land but they were not rejecting the benefits they were not rejecting the pleasures and the convenience of the prison of egypt of the prison of reproach of egypt they still were attached anything happened god would test them when they are ready when they are ready when they are ready when they will say i we reject egypt we don't want to go back by faith god has told us the promised land and we by faith we step into the promised land they never said that only joshua and caleb said said that hallelujah we'll come to that hallelujah you you come out you come out of the prison of reproach if you want to come out of the prison of reproach hallelujah you have to accept and receive the blessing of god and be ready by faith to step into the blessing of god and reject the things that were offered to you the convenient that were offered to you that you should be ready for letting off those things completely to step into a new realm of blessings where everything that will be given to you will be new hallelujah amen are we understanding you know for example let me give you the example of my own life when i was not in christ i i accepted i encountered jesus at the age of 19 hallelujah but before the age of 19 i was not in christ the gospel was given to me but it took me two to three years to have an encounter with jesus and after that i completely surrendered my life to christ but before the age of 19 i was among this gang gang boys and gang girls i was among them i had a good status people looked at me in that area as a renowned gunda and all those things i used to smoke cigarettes i used to have multiple girlfriends those were the convenience the benefits that the prison that the prison of reproach would offer me hallelujah are we understanding so i, I had a good status whenever i will go there people will be afraid of me because i was a renowned person who who has some authority in that place if anyone comes to me i will fight for them and all those things i had friends around me who could give their lives up if they have to fight for me i had such a powerful i am telling you demonic influence it was literal demonic influence I, I once i just said you know oh that person just frowned at me my friends went and bet him up i said why did you beat him up no we rowled by we want to no one can look at you like that you they i had such a demonic influence it it was the prison of reproach these were the benefits i was getting you are do you understand that it was not the people of israel israel wanted to go back to egypt you know why because 
not they did not have to apply faith there they had to work as robots and they got what they needed and that is what they wanted to have a convenient life in the prison of reproach they were not able to reject that lifestyle when i came in christ oh my god i i you know i lost that kind of influence i lost everything i knew what was happening god was crucifying the world to me and god was cr crucifying me to the world that happens when you come come to christ when a rich man comes to christ and his riches are been accumulated by corruption and by evil means when he accepts christ he will start to lose all his money because jesus the blood of jesus is sanctifying his finances hallelujah and if you want to are you understanding why it is difficult for people you might be say, saying oh prison i want to come out of prison but but it's very difficult for people to reject the benefits and the convenience that they receive receive in the prison of reproach hallelujah amen are we understanding and so the people of israel were were used to the those benefits were used to those lifestyle and that is why that was the cause that they wandered in the wilderness god made them wander you know why not because god is not a good god god is a good god but he wanted he wanted them to reject the things of the prison of reproach and by faith receive the gift of god receive the promise of God. Hallelujah. You know, it's so easy. It's so e We will come to that. It's so easy. You know, if you want to come out of the prison of reproach, simply what you need to do is reject the old things, the benefits, the convenience, and just by faith, accept the blessing of God, accept the vision that God has shown you, and by faith, start to walk towards it, to step into it. That's it. It's simple. It's simple. Hallelujah. Are we understanding? Now let's, so this is the fourth thing. The prison of reproach is the cause of long delays. Oh, brother Rahul, this prophecy came to me from that man of God 10 years back. Then you prophesied this and that prophet, but you are not able to enter, in, enter into that blessing. You are just wondering why get rid of the prison, reject the things of the prison of reproach completely. Hallelujah. And by faith, just receive, just step into the blessing of God. Hallelujah. We'll come to that. We'll come to that. I will explain those things in detail. Now, Numbers chapter number 13. Let's go there. Numbers chapter number 13. And <coughs> verse no, let's, let's read verse number one onwards then skip some verses and go ahead verse number one and the lord spoke to moses saying send men to spy out the la spy out the land of canaan which i am giving to the children of israel from each tribe of their fathers you shall send a man everyone a leader among them so moses sent them from the wilderness of paran according to the command of the lord all of them men who were heads of the children of israel then it talks about the heads of the children of israel let's skip all those verses so what god said see when god wants you to give you a promised land he wants you to enter his promises he will just not come today and enter my promises it will not happen like that before he makes you enter his blessings 
he will just show you his blessings and test your heart hearts whether you are able to leave the old to receive the new of god that's why the book of isaiah uh, isaiah prophesies the word of the lord saying that um, uh, what forget the former things remember not the things of old behold i do a new thing among you that is how god is if you want to he will not straight away if he wants you to step into step into for say an expensive car that, that that is what he wants to give you before you step have the car or step into the car he will just show you or give you a word that i want to bless you with this car and then he will see whether you want to get rid of that old car which is giving you high average and you know it's it's light on your pocket whether whether you are going to get rid of that mentality and convenience and step into a blessing that you don't even have the finances to support or service that car hallelujah are we understanding a child of god a child of god will never go back he will continue to move ahead in every aspect of life that is what i want to tell you that is what i have learned in my walk with god he just wants to see that whether you accept by faith what he's saying that time that car he's showing you maybe you you would think if i buy the car where will i have the i have the money to buy the petrol or because because the car i have gives a good average it's good good lord you know the service cost is low but god is showing you something else are you able to get are you able to reject the old to get into the new so hallelujah are we understanding so the blessings of god just just does not comes like that you know i want to give you a car you get a car no no not like that he will first show you something and see whether your heart has the appetite of faith to believe that you will have it from the hand of the lord that is what is happening in numbers chapter number 13 hallelujah before they could enter the land of canaan god said don't enter the land of canaan send out send out spies because i want to i want you to see the land of canaan have a report of the land of canaan how it is what fruits are there how much milk is there how much honey is there how much prosperity is there just have a look just have a look and then after having a look there was a meeting held and the meeting they expressed their heart are we understanding that is how so if God wants to give you a blessing, first of all, he will not give you a blessing directly. He will give you, he will give you his word. He will give you a promise. He will give you a vision. And when you see that vision, when you see, receive that word, he will test your faith. Whether you believe that, do you believe Rahul that I can do this for you? Are you ready to leave all those old things in the old season and step into, uh, can you, can, do you believe that? Do you have the faith? Yes, Lord, there are giants. We are like grasshoppers before the giants of the land of Canaan. But yeah, they are giants and you are like grasshoppers. But do you believe that I can give that land to you and you can defeat them? Do you believe? It's faith. Without faith, no one can please God. Without faith, you cannot enter the promises of God. You need the faith. Hallelujah. Are we understanding? Amen. So, listen to me. So here is God telling Moses to ordain 12 spies, each from the each tribe, each from one of the tribe of Israel, and send them to the land of Canaan to spy on it. Okay, let's jump to the verse number 17. <coughs> Amen. 
let's jump to verse number 17 numbers chapter number 13 verse number 17 hallelujah if you are with me remove your mute and say amen hallelujah amen amen okay let's move ahead <clears throat> verse number 17 then moses sent them to spy out the land of canaan and said to them go up this way into the south and go up to the mountains and see what the land is like whether the whether the people who dwell in it are strong or weak few or many do you think god does not knows that but he wants the people to see and evaluate and he wants to see the perspective of that evaluation what do they what do they think about the people of the land whether they are strong or weak god already knows everything about the land but he wants to understand their faith level he wants to understand the perspective through which they are viewing the land of canaan hallelujah then it says whether the land they dwell in is good or bad whether the city they inhabit are like camps or strongholds <clears throat> whether the land is rich or poor and whether there are forests there or not be of good courage and bring some of the fruit of the land now the time was the season of the first ripe grapes so they went up and spied out the land from the wilderness of zin as far as rehob near the entrance of hamath and they went up through the south and came to hebron ahiman sheshai and talmai the descendants of anak were there anak the descendants of anak are the giants you know the giants now hebron was built seven years before zoan in egypt then they came to the valley of Eshkol, and there cut down a branch with one cluster of grapes. They carried it between two of them on a pole. They also brought some of the pomegranates and figs. The place was called the valley of Eshkol because of the cluster which the men of Israel cut down there. And they returned from spying out the land after 40 days. And they departed and came back to Moses and Aaron and all the congregation of the children of Israel in the wilderness of Paran at Kadesh. They brought back word to them and to all the congregation and showed them the fruit of the land. Now listen to this. Then they told him and said, we went to the land where you sent us. This is the report of the 12 spies which were sent to the land of Canaan. Okay. So we went to the land where you sent us. It truly flows with milk and honey and this is its fruit. Nevertheless, the people who dwell in the land are strong. The cities are fortified and very large. Moreover, we saw the descendants of Enoch there, the giants. The Amalekites dwell in the land of the south. The Hittites, the Jebusites and the Amorites dwell in the mountains. And the Canaanites dwell by the sea along by the banks of Jordan. Then Caleb quieted the people before Moses and said, Let us go up at once and take possession for we are well able to overcome it. Hallelujah. Then, but the men who had gone up with him said, we are not able to go up against the people for they are stronger than we. And they gave the children of Israel a bad report of the land, which they had spied out saying, the land through which we have gone as spies is a land that devours its inhabitants and all the people whom we saw in it are men of great stature. There we saw the giants, the descendants of Enoch came from the giants and we were like grasshoppers in our own sight and so were in their sight. Alleluia. 
Hallelujah. However cruel they are with the inhabitants of the land or whatever giants are there in the land or you look like grasshoppers before them. But if the Lord has promised you the land, get into it by faith and you will get the land. You shall inhabit the land. There was no faith in them. The faith was, the faith was not there because they held back to the things of the reproach. They held back to the prison of reproach. Do you now understand why didn't God told them the, that the reproach is rolled away from you? The reproach of Egypt when they were in the wilderness? Because this whole generation was holding back to the convenience and the benefits of the reproach of Egypt. Hallelujah. And if a person holds back and still holds and cannot step out in faith, into the promise of God. Just receive it by faith. I know I don't have the money. But God has said it. He will do it. I know I don't have the ability. No one knows me. But if God said. He will give me the nations. He will make me a voice to the nation. He shall do it. And I move ahead. Leaving the things behind. Pressing on in the forward. The upward goal that is that, that I have in Christ Jesus. That is what Apostle Paul says, said in Philippians chapter number 3. I forget the things that are behind, but I press on to the upward goal that I have in Christ Jesus. That is how we come out of the prison of reproach. Remember Paul and Silas were, were chained in the prison. Were chained in the prison there. Hallelujah. Because of preaching the gospel. They were beaten up. They were chained in prison. But what they did in prison. They did the activities of heaven in prison. Praise and worship in prison. Because. Because. They rejected the prison. They rejected the situation in the prison. And they held on to the things that were laid ahead of them. To the things of God laid ahead of them and they did not moan in prison and come and, and did not cry in prison and did the activities of the reproach of prison but they did the activity because faith is looking forward we walk by faith and not by sight so the eyes that we should have are the eyes of faith that is what we were hearing last Thursday the vision of God the perspective of the spirit hallelujah are we understanding by faith Lay hold of the things that God has told you, leaving the things of the prison of reproach, leaving the things of the prison of the reproach of Egypt. Get into God's promises by faith. Okay, hallelujah. What we understand from this, then when, we, when you read Numbers chapter number 14, when you read that chapter, it talks about, we don't have time now, let me go afterwards, you can read. Numbers chapter number 14. The people of Israel start to weep and they start to say, let us go back to Egypt, Moses. We would have enjoyed in Egypt and died there. Why did you bring us at the verge, at the entrance of the promised land? They held on to the prison of reproach. It was time for them to enter Canaan, brothers and sisters. And God said, God, they tested God 14 times in the wilderness. God said, enough is enough. Let this generation die. And let a new generation be led by Joshua and Caleb who have by faith entered into the promised land. Uh, 
and Joshua and Caleb from that generation were the only two men from who, who came out of the prison of reproach. This day I roll away the reproach of Egypt from you in Gilgal. It's time for you to step into Gilgal. However difficult it is, however, you know, you will, you will say, oh, other people are going there and becoming bankrupt. But God has told you, you will not become bankrupt. By faith, go there. By faith, step into that blessing. By faith, receive what God has for you. By faith. Hallelujah. It's a sin. It's a sin when we don't accept the free gift of God. It's a sin and want to stay in the same place. It's a sin, I am telling you. We are not going anywhere. We are staying in the prison of reproach. It's a sin. Hallelujah. By faith. By faith. Okay, so what this Numbers chapter number 13 and 14 teaches us is if you are attached, if you are attached to the material idols of Egypt and the abominations of Egypt, the things of the prison of reproach, you cannot move ahead with God. You cannot move ahead with God. The second thing is the Lord does not directly gives you his blessing. First, he shows and reveals it to you, the promise before he gives you the blessing. Hallelujah. That is what happened to Abraham. Abraham did not overnight became a father of many nations. First, the promise came to him. Then by faith, he started to, he came out of his family. You know, it was logically, it was not a good decision as per the analysts to, for Abraham to come out of his, for a CA. If there was a CA who managed the accounts of Abraham, as per that CA, it would not have been a good decision for Abraham to get out of his family possession and to follow an unknown voice. Hallelujah. But Abraham left the possessions. Abraham left his property. Abraham left everything and got out for a promise that was given to him. By faith, he started to move towards that promise. Today, I want to encourage you, by faith, leave the things that are offering you convenience and get out in a walk with God to move towards the promises of God, to move towards the land of Canaan and to step into Gilgal by faith, however difficult it is, but have the faith to step into that. And then you come out of the prison of reproach. The, the, the reproach of Egypt today shall be rolled away from you. So, that is how the Lord deals with us. He will first show us. He will not give us. He will first reveal to us. He will not give us directly. And if we have faith to leave these things and to receive his new promises and blessing, we come out of the reproach of the prison of reproach. Hallelujah. Amen. No blessing and promises of God can be entered without faith. Faith is rejecting the things of the world and accepting the things of God. Hallelujah. Faith is what? Rejecting the things of the world and accepting the things of God. Continuing to reject the pleasures of Egypt and living in eager waiting and hoping to enter God's promises by faith. Let me read few scriptures. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I know the time is up, but let me read few scriptures. I have a small <coughs> part to cover here. Hebrews chapter number 11, very important. Hebrews chapter number 11, verse number 8 onwards. By faith Abraham obeyed when he was called to go out to the place 
which he would receive as an inheritance and he was he went out not knowing where he was going by faith he dwelt in the land of promise as in a foreign country dwelling in tents with isaac and jacob the heirs with him of the same promise for he waited for the city which was which has foundations whose builder and maker is god hallelujah you know though we are currently now abraham the bible says he lived in a foreign country he had the promises of god but he was waiting to enter into a promised land which was not on earth but which was on which was in heaven a city made by god hallelujah do you know right now all of us are in a prison of reproach you know what kind of prison is that the prison of the flesh and of the sin and of the death hallelujah jesus when he was in the tomb and the stone was rolled away the stone of the sting of death the stone of the flesh was rolled away and when he came out of that came out of the tomb he came out with a glorious body and that is what will happen to us hallelujah as long as we are in the flesh you know listen to me listen to me as long as we are in the flesh none of us can get rid of physical death and sin hallelujah we can overcome sin by the spirit we can put to death the flesh so that the spirit gives us life and sin has no dominion over us but we are staying in a tent called the flesh and the flesh is the prison of reproach hallelujah are we understanding but the bible says in the book of john chapter first john chapter number three when he comes back we will become like him that means we will leave this body of flesh we will leave this prison of reproach to put on incorruption corruption should should put on incorruption mortality should put on immortality and then we will say oh death where is your sting oh hades where is your power the sting of death is sin and the strength of sin is law hallelujah for we will escape the prison of the flesh never 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 again for sin death and sickness to rule over our lives hallelujah are we understanding so we are all eagerly waiting for the coming of our lord jesus christ that when we see him we shall become like him that means we shall come out the stone of reproach will be rolled away hallelujah the lord is going to roll away the stone that is what happened with jesus the stone was rolled away and he came in the glorious body in a body that could not be corrupted hallelujah the incorruptible body the immortal body we are going to receive a new body hallelujah a eternal body which cannot be impacted by death by sin or by the powers of hell hallelujah and that is the last concept of the reproach being roll, rolled away i wanted to bring to you so for that for that revelation you can refer to verses i don't have time that's why i did not take the verses matthews 28 2 where it says the angel rolled away the stone second corinthians chapter number 15 verse number 50 let's read that verse second corinthians chapter number 15 <coughs> hallelujah 15 verse number what 50 it says 
now this i say brethren that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of god nor does corruption inherit incorruption that means with this tent of reproach we cannot go to heaven we have to put off the tent we have to come out of the prison of the flesh hallelujah and that will happen when jesus comes back reproach of this flesh reproach of the world reproach of sin reproach of sickness will be forever rolled away from your life brethren but till that time we got to roll away we got to come out the of the prison of egypt and eagerly wait for the promise of heaven hallelujah and leaving the things that are behind looking unto christ looking unto him who has already won the race who is the forerunner, who is the captain of God's army. Let us run the race with endurance, looking unto Jesus who endured such suffering and hostility from sinners. Hallelujah. And today let us pray. Hallelujah. Rejecting the things of the prison of reproach, we eagerly wait. The Bible says in Hebrews, then even in the book of Hebrews chapter number 11, Moses rejected the pleasures of Egypt. Moses rejected the benefits of Egypt and he was ready to suffer with the people of Israel because he saw the maker, he saw God. So what can bring us out of the prison of reproach is a eager waiting to enter the promise of God, a eagerness, a hope, a faith. Lord, enough is enough. I am not supposed to live this substandard Christian life. I want to enter into victory. I want to enter into that life. Oh Lord, that you have for me. Bring me out of the prison of reproach today in Jesus mighty name. Lord, roll away the reproach of Egypt from my life in Jesus mighty name. I don't want to have the convenience that is offered to me in this prison of reproach. I reject the convenience. I reject the pleasures. I reject the abominations. I reject the idols, Lord. Lord, I eagerly wait to come out, Lord. Roll away, Lord. Take me to Gilgal, Lord. I want to, however difficult it might be, it is impossible for me i don't have the ability i don't have the resources i don't have anything lord for which i'm worthy to go there but i know you i have your promise lord and i have you with you and with your word i want to get into the promised land i want to get into gilgal where the reproach of egypt will be rolled away from my life in jesus mighty name hallelujah today lord even as people your people are receiving the word i pray for all of us i pray for everyone present here i pray for sister jay i pray for sister avni Nitu Kalyani, Lord, Ranjana De Silva, Lord, Jairesh, Lord, I pray for Ritika, Lord, all of them, Lord, in Jesus' mighty name, roll away the stone of reproach. Roll away the reproach from their life in Jesus' mighty name. No longer, Lord, the, 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 the favor of God, the gifts of God upon them shall stay hidden, Lord, but you bring it to light that it will be seen by men. Hallelujah. No longer hide them, Lord. No longer they be hidden from their destiny helpers, Lord. Lord, bring them out of the prison of reproach that locked environment Lord be broken upon their life in Jesus name oh Lord instead of their shame and reproach I pray that you will give them double honor in the name of Jesus Christ double honor in the name of Jesus Christ in every aspect of their life Lord bring them out Lord where they are laboring Lord some of them are 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 
are doing their best and giving their best lord but they are still in a locked environment in jesus mighty name i pray that you will roll away the reproach from their lives roll away the reproach from their lives hallelujah raboko ya mama nsokora bala em prontoro botribele kedrial taraba instead of your confusion you shall rejoice in your inheritance you shall receive a double portion in the name of jesus christ hallelujah i see humiliation and confusions trails of humiliations trails of confusions trails of repro reproach are broken in the lives of people now in the name of jesus christ i pray against witchcraft activities witchcraft activities that are oh god hallelujah in the name of jesus you know every demonic enclosement which is the prison of reproach be broken which is enclosing your identity which is covering your identity covering your glory and not letting it to be visible let it be broken in jesus mighty name hallelujah and let people see your good works and glorify your father in heaven in jesus mighty name every hard work everything that you are doing lord i pray let them come out now that they will receive the rewards for what they have done because the bible says your labor in the lord shall never go in vain in jesus mighty name every person lord who has been brainwashed and manipulated by the convenience of the prison of reproach that stronghold in the mind those idols of egypt i pull them down i pull them down in jesus mighty name the whole break over them and let them come out out of the prison of reproach today in jesus mighty name hallelujah let that reproach be rolled away from their lives let that reproach be rolled away hallelujah and let them come out hallelujah even as you said lazarus come come out and lazarus came out of that out, out of that grave out of the tomb lord let them come out of that tomb today in jesus mighty name father we want to give you thanks lord Thank you, Lord, that by your word, Lord, and by your spirit, you are working and delivering your people today in Jesus' name. I cover all these people, all the families, Lord, who are here, and even those who are not able to make it, I cover all of them with the blood of Jesus. We give you all the glory, honor, and praise. In Jesus' name, we ask, Amen. Amen. Let us say, Amen. Let us shout a shout of Hallelujah. Clap our hands. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah.